Welcome to the Mary's Mentors podcast. My name is Mary Rose. And I'm Mary Letitia Deal. And our show is uh, Mary's Mentors podcast. And um, we are here to help uh, women and entrepreneurs um, learn more about themselves to do better in business. Absolutely. Uh, We love helping other women. We love women specifically that are lit up by their businesses. So we love to make it our job to help them in their jobs. So today we are going to be doing a continuation of what we talked about last week, which was we had been talking about the different types within human design. So if you haven't listen to that episode yet, we're diving into the last type. So you're probably going to be lost. Go back, listen to the last episode. It'll all make a little bit more sense. Um, Before we start on that, though, we both do really enjoy sharing something that we love or that we've recently been listening to. Um, And so I myself have been listening to a lot of mindset mentor the podcast the last few days but i'm going to really talk about the book i've been reading because i've actually been showing the cover to mary every single morning and i'm reading quit like a woman by holly whitaker and this is um just a pretty amazing book all about um alcohol and uh, within american society i guess specifically but it's great if you want to look it up and check it out it might be a really fascinating read for a lot of people what have you been loving lately? Well, you stole my mindset mentor. Um, I've listened to two or three episodes this week. And um, so that's been great. He's always fantastic. He really gets to the point in a very short episode, which is nice. Um, the other thing that I'm revisiting uh, this week is habits, um, atomic habits. So. I started re-listening to that. And the nice thing about that is I've been sitting at a desk. So I was able to sit down and just really take some notes. Um, because when you don't have a physical book, sometimes it's really important to be able to still have something physical to look back at when you're really absorbing that book. So I've always uh, distracting myself with something while I'm listening to podcasts. So that's where I, it's not a terrible idea to sit down with the people paper in front of you and take some notes. But I am someone that my podcast time is typically spent like keeping my hands busy with a, with a mindless game um, or cleaning or doing laundry and stuff. So I it's also a really good practice to take notes during podcasts. Um, and mindset mentor podcasts are great for taking notes because usually he does have like a list of six things you can do or five things you can do. Um, I really love those. And we're always texting each other. Have you listened to the, this week, today's mindset mentor episode? And, um, usually if we haven't, we're like, well, you need to go listen to that one. Let's talk about it. Exactly. So last week when we did our episode, we recorded and we spoke a little bit about, um, the manifestors and reflectors who are really a very small amount of the population We talked a little bit about projectors, which is my particular type, which is about about 20%, I believe, the population. So, And then we kind of talked a little bit about the generators and manifesting generators, but we really did have to like 
bring it to a close, which we were the worst at bringing things to a close and we know it. Uh, we're going to talk about manifesting generators today. Before we go into that though, Mary, let's talk a little bit more. I want to, I had it noted that we wanted to talk a little bit more about generators. So I, I really would like to start there because manifesting generators are just a type of generator. So it's really important to kind of understand what the generator piece really kind of means, because that, I think that makes a lot of sense as to how manifesting generator generators just slightly variate off of that. Stop. <laughs> Sorry, Ellie, stop. So, um, I, I, you really have to kick us off here for a second because my notes all shut down. So, oh, oh that's okay. Actually, I'll just note what time it is because we started at about five twenty or five. So I can go in and actually cut out a snippet of the audio. Or the whole thing this morning. <laughs> Not the whole thing, but I can just take it from the point where you, where I said, "Tell us more about generators," and you were like, and. <laughs> notes because my notes fell down um and i didn't do generators last week you did okay oh good okay excellent <laughs> even better we opened the old stuff i mean i know i am a generator but all of a sudden like my mind went blank because like josh is walking through the dogs itching or something. oh i know yeah I'm super annoyed all of a sudden because all of my programs that I had opened are not opened. All of the tabs, you had like a million tabs. Well, I didn't have a million. I had cleaned them up, but I guess I fucking shut all the ones off that I needed. So welcome to the bloopers reel. Uh, <laughs> why can I not find anything? I just put my notes in here and now I can't find them in here either. You, they're they're called MLD. They should be under the Mary's account, and you had M your initials at the beginning of them. There we are. But again, I don't have anything in, but I have those articles. There we go. Oh, got it. Because all of a sudden, I have no idea what a generator is. None. Like what? Huh? <laughs> It's like I asked you to give a book report. It is. On a book you didn't read. On a book I didn't read. There we go. Okay. I feel a little bit better. Whenever you're ready. Oh, well, you just pick up from where I said, tell us more about generators. All right. So generators are 70% of the population um, and consider the life force of the planet or the workers, the worker bees is kind of what I decided last night to explain it to someone. Um, they have a defined sacral center and... Um, their strategy is to respond, which I feel like is a little bit confusing for all the other types. <laughs> it's so confusing. I don't get it. And so I was I'm learning. Playing it to somebody last night too. Um, 
because I have different types of responses and um, some of them are felt to be very aggressive. So anyway, um, that is that is one of the things that I think that are misunderstood about generators is that, that their responses are very important. And if they don't take their response time and energy into consideration, um, they can be making the wrong responses, which then uh, envelops that frustration point, um, being deeply frustrated. Uh, and that degenerates you rather than regenerates you as a generator. So does that give you a little bit of... It does. And I think what's so interesting and what I want to point out about human design right from like the word go is that so much of what we see within our world and our society and our, our own personal landscapes is that we know so many people. And we know that a lot of those people are going to be because statistically we have this these numbers of 70% of the people are generators or manifesting generators and 20 are projectors. And then very small subset of people are, are like our, it, it really does kind of in a way show that if more people on that 70% generators spectrum really kind of did better understand their energy, that's like a majority of the population of the world. And I think it's like, it's so fascinating to think about not everyone's going to care about human design, but even if we're able to touch just a few lives of people that then get in touch with those internal response systems and get in touch with their intuition, that's what really lights me up is knowing that someone's going to maybe hear something that makes sense to them and that's what human design is hopefully going to do for people is to say to a generator, you know, the reason why you feel so burnt out is because you are trying to initiate instead of trying to respond. And that that is our, our, we're told that we have to initiate. We're told we need to have big ideas, make things happen. All of this conditioning that goes into it. And it's like, you're not here to do that. You're here to respond. And I loved the article that, that we read, and I'm just going to use the their hashtag, which is hashtag always responding. <laughs> <laughs> generators and manifesting generators are always responding. Even when we're not supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> And when projectors aren't in alignment, we're always inviting, 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 inviting. And guess what? Nobody wants to come to, to a party when a projector is, well, I'm not going to say nobody wants to or that it never happens, but it is waiting to be asked to do something is really what, what makes us happy. So for your generatorness, and when you kind of, we started talking about human design really a lot for you just in the last six months, it wasn't, you know, I, I, mine has been a little bit over a year of my first year of, I, I'll call it my experiment because that's what they say is when you learn about human design and you start really starting to apply it, you begin living your experiment and start that, that kind of deconditioning process in the last six months, since you've known about human design, what about, I guess the, the energy, um, knowing that you have so much energy to give, what, what have you had to do differently to make sure that you're assigning that energy to the right things to keep yourself from burning out? Because I feel like you've been really trying to perfect that in the last few months. 
Um, I really, really have. I've, I've really been diving into the tasks that I have to do daily, weekly, and monthly, and dividing those out in a different, a different format for myself. Um, but, but honestly, one of the energy things that I've had to do is to sit back and not judge those around me. And I'm glad that I, that I've taken a little bit of time for that because as somebody who works with partners, I, I did, I, until the last, until I understood more about myself in the last few months, um, I, I have constantly been almost frustrated um, in my other portion of my life because I felt like nobody else was working as hard as I was at, at what we were doing. And I was working on a, on a hamster wheel. I was just... <laughs> and not really getting anywhere. And I feel like since I've learned a little bit more about my energy and about my constant response theme, you know, it, it really is something that I have always been a take action person. Always, 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 always. Like if something needs done, I get it done. Um, and understanding more about what that does to me at the end of the day, at the end of the week. Um, and then I go into this very, um, I can't really do anything situation mm -hmm. and, it, and it affects my chemical balance as far as my depression goes. It affects so many things within my body that then exert in a, in a weird way around me and come out in weird ways. Um, so being able to really understand um, what I need to regenerate on a daily basis and the response being, is this coming from my gut or from my, from my head? And do I actually need to respond right this second or do I need to fill out a wave of emotion <laughs> before I start doing something really makes a difference in my daily work. And I know that might not make a lot of sense. No, I think for me, of course it does, but I will say, so with your defined sacral, and this is where generators and manifesting generators are very different from someone like a projector. My sacral is not defined at all. It's open, it's gappy, it's nice and loose, but <laughs> it is one of those things, and I love this in this conversation that we're talking about, and especially today, since you just just did your, your family's um, human design, because I want to talk about Josh here in a second. Um, the, the thing that I think is just so interesting is that the, the whole energy piece to that is, and understanding our waves is like, when it's a yes for you, and it's a fuck yes for you, then your, your gut, your sacral tells you that. And that's, I think, one of those things is that, um, when it's the no, it, th those are the ones like e either way, it's good to feel it out. But I think it's kind of like what's a little bit different for, for you generators that have that defined sacral is that your sacral is giving you a direct yes or no. So um, but yeah, in your response and needing to respond to things and like making sure that something is going to be the right decision. It's so interesting that I feel like because my sacral isn't defined, everything feels like it's so much more 
not like there's more pressure, but there might be more pressure for the answer, but I love that with, within both of our emotional authorities that we have, that we have the same authority because we know our answer will always be exactly at the right time. And if we don't have an answer right away, we've stopped expecting that of each other. And I love that now we even say things like, I'm going to give myself 24 hours to think about this and give ourselves clear deadlines for when we have to have the decision made. And it's, I I feel like if everyone in their business with their partners knew how to communicate like that based on how they best make decisions. um, Oh my gosh. I know it's like revolutionary. Yeah. And not only that, I'm a questioner too. We, uh, you know, the four tendencies, I'm a questioner. So when you can give me the answer that that solidifies why I need to do something, I I usually can also do it without the need for somebody to guide me along. Like I'm very self-motivated when I know the purpose behind whatever it is that I'm doing. Um, but Josh, this is why I wanted to talk about this for just a second, is that when you find out that someone you love is a projector, and I, I, I said this last time, when I found out I was a projector, it was like finding out I was adopted and finding out that Josh is a projector within like the last, what, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, kind of- I, want, I want your impressions because, because this is so fresh and we're recording it, we'll have it for posterity forever. I kind of knew. I kind of knew um, only because Kim and I have... S- the same type of connections that you and I have. So when, I mean, the last year has been very trying with our business, but when we first got together, like the ideas bouncing off each other, like, and the things we'd come up with, I mean, it was like magical and it was just like you and I. And so I knew somehow that you two were the same. but it also makes sense in why the last couple of years have been a little bit more um, difficult for us because I was not inviting him to help me with the things I needed help with. Because was, you have the expectation that you, that people know what they need to do. They just know what they need to do and they should just hop up and do it because I am a generator. I raised generators. <laughs> I was probably raised by gen. I know I was raised by generators. I'm going to do my mom and my grandma next, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I can make that predict prediction either generators or manifesting generators. Um, so I, I, the projectors I know in my life are now two <laughs> and they're people that I'm very, very close to. Um, and I'm not sure how, I missed that piece, but now that you, you, you've said it a couple of times, it feels like you finding out you were adopted. Um, it, it feels like I missed this whole piece in our, in Josh and my partnership versus, and I'm probably doing it in our relationship too, um, understanding that he's got to have that invitation. Um, So true. And I think that that's where we actually have made a lot of, we've talked so much about how projectors and generators can be magical together. And so I just, I think that this is like further evidence that, um, you know, when you can find these types of 
connections and figure out how we relate to other people. And that's what I love about human design is it's just giving me one more way to relate to people within the world and, but also give them actionable ideas and tools. Like I think everything about this is more about what can you start doing or stop doing that will help get you closer to that, that point. It's not balance because balance is an illusion. There's really, I think that we're always talking about balance, but we're kind of a constant of, ex- of extremes. If we reach a point where we are balanced, it's only until the next extreme. So it's like, if we're always constantly waiting to be happy in that balance, we're always going to, you know, there's not going to be a lot of happiness. We have to learn how to be happy in the extremes too. write that down. We have to be learn. We have to learn to be happy in the extremes because balance is an illusion. Um, and not sleeping together, that for me, between you and Josh, because you have such opposite schedules, um, it makes so much sense because projectors have a hard time sleeping with generators. We, I, I find that this is one of those things is because we're so rare, you don't hear about as many people who don't sleep with their partners because there's not as many projectors as there are generators that have no problem sleeping together. But it's been something that now it totally like, makes sense why you guys would actually have a really good relationship without having to, because you guys have opposite schedules all the time without really having to build on sleeping together. Like this whole act of sleeping together, we don't realize actually puts our energy in the sphere of someone else's energy. It really does. And it makes a whole lot of sense. That that, that all makes a whole lot of sense to me. And another thing that I feel so guilty about because I've guilted him on the nights that he doesn't work like come sleep sleep with me (laughs) oh my god I feel terrible now because I I really am depleting him when I do that and forced him to try and lay next to me for eight hours well it's just and some protectors might have no problem with it and that's the thing is like everybody's different but it for us it really answers a lot of questions about why we feel differently on that level of why do I, and he's always been lit up by your energy. That is also a big thing is like generators want to go do shit. And when projectors want to do that shit, we're like, take us, we want to invite us, invite a projector to go and do that shit. And that you will have like, like the equivalent of a human dog companion to go do fun shit with generators. Um, like I love, like I, I said to you, I, I'm inviting you to go, uh, backpacking this summer if we can swing it I would love to to make a little like one night or two night backpacking trip and rough it together I think you and I roughing it together would be really interesting we just never gone on a road trip together of all of this time that we've been friends no road trips okay we've not done that that's crazy because I love road trips I know you do and I I love being driven places so I'm not such a great driver. Uh, before we, because we are going to wrap this up here in the next, did we say 10 minutes from now or was it only five minutes from now? Um, about 10. Okay. So because we wanted to talk about this, we, we've talked a little bit about generators. So manifesting generators are just slightly different. They also have that defined sacral, but they also have a defined throat um, chakra. And so it, for from what I've understood, because I actually have more manifesting generators in my life than I really have every other type, at least at the moment with the charts that I've ran. 
So I feel like manifesting generators um, in and of themselves, we, we saw this great article and I'm going to get it pulled up here because I, I saved it. I actually have a whole folder just for manifesting generator information because they are so unique. But um, I love analogies. And what was the analogy that we found the other day? One was, oh, that one is a generator is a marathon runner and a manifesting generator is a sprinter, right? So you can have two people on a track team and they're, but they're doing two different events, but they're still on the same track team. That's maybe how we should think about generators is that they're on the same or generators, manifesting generators. And I'll shorten it down to just man gens because it's a lot easier than just having to say manifesting generator over and over again. So they're just really fascinating because they do have so multifaceted, like they're very multifaceted. And I know a couple of generators, I think, including you that I would say might be a little bit bitter that they're not manifesting generators because they feel more aligned with that jack of all tradesness of a manifesting generator. Um, but my husband and my son, who's 11, are both manifesting generators. And my observations of this my daughter's a generator, so that's she's like it's so funny to be the generator or the the one projector in a family tree of generators and manifesting generators. It's really tough. I'll talk about it in a second. But the, my son and my husband, in the similarities, are they get very very focused very very quickly, but they can lose that focus like that. And that the more that I try to guide their focus when they don't want my guidance, the more and more, oh God, it's like, and I see it happening. And now that I'm aware of it, now I can pull back a little bit more on that need to guide them. I want to guide them so freaking bad because I'm a projector and they are, they are so resistant because that's the, that's the manifester in them. That is the manifester who does not give any shits and is there to initiate. They're there to initiate and then they're there to take action. And an uninvited projector is the worst thing <laughs> for them. And I realize that. So, but they're so talented. Every single manifesting generator I know is very dynamic in a way. And I think that that's what's really interesting. I mean, projectors can be dynamic, generators can be dynamic, but manifesting generators, because of their energy, they do, they, they, they almost throw themselves into, if they find the right career and they throw themselves into that career, you know, that's where their working really becomes almost like their religion. Um, when they find something that lights them up, if it burns them out though, and if they don't know how to really take care of their energy, that can be very detrimental. But um, much like with generators, they have to be, you know, there has to be some exhaustion of their energy before they go to bed. And I feel like we see more and more people who complain about their sleep, but they're not doing something to actually expel their energy so that they can then sleep better and be more well rested when they get up. Like I get it. Every day is exhausting, but if you're not moving your body with some exertion to really tire yourself out as a generator or manifesting generator, it, you can be bone tired 
and get shitty ass sleep. And I've seen that with my husband a lot um, is that he, I'm actually also going to be asking, I asked him to please ask when he goes back to his, his primary care doctor about a sleep study, because just because I don't sleep with him doesn't mean that I don't know that he probably does have some sleep apnea issues and whether or not he needs an actual machine. I really will say, I think that, um, that sleep being more restful and getting more oxygen and all of that stuff would be so beneficial because I think that really does mess his brain up a little bit. I don't think he gets enough oxygen at night. You're probably correct. Yeah. And that does affect our cognitive abilities, y'all. <laughs> well, I have to say that I found out recently that two very important people in my life are manifesting generators, and it made a lot of things make sense. My youngest, my baby girl, that's going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, 18 here in oh, a couple months, um, is a manifesting generator. And I really thought that she was a little bit more open than that but now that i'm reading through the manifestor generator information it's making a lot of sense especially again with the sleep habits like she is like i would say she's closer to a manifestor than a generator if if there was a scale mm -hmm. engine and um so she's not a physical doer. I mean, she is, but she's not like working out regularly or running anymore. Um, when she was younger, she longboarded and that used up a lot of her physical energy. But I've noticed in her last couple of years of high school here, she hasn't done a lot of physical. And so if she's not physically exhausted, she still doesn't get that sleep. She doesn't go to sleep. And it talks about getting this second wind and staying. Oh yeah. I just read that second wind. All, all of the time that, that this happens to her all of the time. Well, and our, our friend Cherie, when we, this right here, she's a manifesting generator and it's like, um, we've talked to her, you know, we say, you know, you have to be like walking, just get your ass up, go for a walk. That's, that's what I was trying to tell Emily. And my friend Natasha is also a manifesting generator. And, um, I know that when she was walking all of the time, walking everywhere, cause she's not a driver, um, that she would, she would get into a good sleep schedule. And then when I'd start driving her places, she'd do this same thing where she'd be up all night and, not be able to get up the next morning. And, and so I think it's, it's really important for people to remember that the physical portion, I mean, being mentally exhausted is one thing, but your, your body still won't let you sleep properly as a manifesting generator, unless you do something physical. So Emily's taking strength and conditioning this semester. Oh, good. I was going to say you oh, should, you should log, her, log her into bod and I want her to do lift four. That would be real. I think she'd love it. Oh my gosh. I think when she gets into this routine of strength and conditioning, if she showed up once this week, um, that that maybe I can get her into lift four up. Oh my gosh, I I might have to have a conversation with her and say, listen, girl, <laughs> you're gonna love your muscles when you start strength training. Because I mean, it'll take nothing for her to. I know, and that's the same thing with Natasha. Like, if you put Natasha in front of some weights and just had her lift them regularly, I think it would be so funny because she's already super teeny. But if she would be like, well, she's um, a dancer, so she pulls that muscle up. I mean, yeah, right. you're right. Yep. She needs a, a little thing of weights. 
Exactly. Like that's, and that's the thing is like figuring out how we can take care of our families in a way that really aligns with their design is something that we will talk about more because we have now gone through and we've tried to figure out more about ourselves. And now we're going to apply that to the people that we love and the people that we work with, because those are those connections. When we say that this is a business podcast or it's related to business and we're talking about our families, it's because every part of our lives is touched by our business and our kids are part of that. And knowing how our family dynamics work is a huge part of you can make your business super successful, but if your family life is shit, it's not going to matter. And the same goes with everything. If you can get your family life great and your business life is good, but your personal um, health is shit, none of the, like, that's why you have to make sure that you're trying to spread some of that out amongst several areas. And when I said that balance is an illusion, that's absolutely right. You have to basically evenly be distributing amongst several different baskets through your whole life every single day. Um, and, and on one single day, you might not be 100% in balance and that's okay. That's not what we're, that's not like the goal is to be 100% balanced. It's to make sure you're dropping shit into each of those baskets and making sure that everything gets touched every single day. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This time we will go ahead and, and you know, bring it to a close. Um, but we will be back with another episode soon. We're so excited to keep talking about human design topics specific to business and family and each other. You know, get your friends to do a human design chart. Get your own human design chart. Um, go to Jovian Archive or My Body Graph and get one pulled up. It will be very confusing. But as you listen to us, we want to help walk you through the most important parts of learning about your human design. Absolutely. And um, there's so many resources out there. And we will have a resource uh list um with our episode notes so um don't be afraid to go read some of the articles that we got some of this information from because they're all fabulous articles yes and we appreciate like more people can learn about it the more benefits it'll have in their life so. exactly we we want to do some of the heavy lifting for you we have already sifted through a lot of information and we want to make sure we give you a, a, you know, a great resource that will give you the, the information without having to go through a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense. We've, we've seen the stuff that doesn't make sense and we're, we're passing over that and finding the stuff that makes a lot more sense to us. All right. Well, did you have anything else you wanted to say before we go, Miss Mary Letitia? Um, no, I'm excited about our upcoming episodes. I think that we're going to have a lot to talk about with human design. So um, stay tuned, guys. All right. Well, may your days be merry and bright. Right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.